and boom. Welcome to the Million Dollar Landscaper Podcast. We're your hosts, Scott and Katie Mulchan, and we make it easy to start working on, not just in your landscaping business. We're a real couple that helped grow our family business to well over a million dollars in revenue. And now we help other landscaping business owners just like you to do the same. Are you ready to build your business? Let's get started. Welcome back, everybody. Before we get started today, we've got a couple of housekeeping things. We have made some changes inside the academy, specifically to the community portion. Yeah. In the past, we've used Facebook and it's worked out all right. Yes, because if you've never looked at our sales page or anything about the academy, we have courses and we have coaching in there. And we also have a community so you can talk to other landscapers. We don't ever pretend to know anything and everything. And we think it's really great for everybody to kind of interact with each other. And so we were typically doing that through a Facebook group. Yeah, and it's always nice to be able to talk to other landscapers, get their ideas. Or sometimes you have, you know, numbers that you have in your business. You may not want to put it out to like a public. Like the free, well, like we have the free landscaping business owners group. That group is really a lot. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people in there. You might not want that information out to God and everybody. So, yeah. yeah. So we have a private group just for the business owners that are really invested on making really big strides in their business. And these are the people that will actually give you like good advice, not yep. weird advice. Sometimes <laughs> sometimes people give really weird advice. Yeah. So we've actually uh, found this other bit of software called Heartbeat, and uh, we're really excited about it because it's kind of a distraction-free zone in here. You're not getting bombarded with ads and other pop-ups. And the thing that we're finding with Facebook, and this is something we're seeing in, in business pages for Facebook too, like things get overlooked. So if you post something on your Facebook page, people well, can, doesn't they don't see it all the time. If you use a social media platform for your community, you're at the mercy of Facebook pushing your information out to people. You could yeah. log into Facebook. If you don't specifically go to the Million Dollar Academy group, it may not ever show up in your feed. Yeah, it could easily just get glossed over. Like I said, same thing that can happen in your business page. Same thing was happening with ours. So some of yes. our members weren't even seeing where people would post a question. They weren't seeing it. Mm-hmm. So this new platform will actually... You it's know, an app that you yeah, can use on your phone. You can post a question there. And if you don't see it necessarily right away, it will actually send emails out at the beginning of the week saying, hey, these people ask questions. You can kind of go in there. And it's just nice to get a little reminder like, oh, hey. It is nice because I'm in some other groups that use a similar platform called Circle. They're all they're all same. basically <laughs> the same. But anyway, it is nice because then I can just go to the app and then I can look. I'm like, oh, what are people in there chatting mm-hmm. about today? Or like Scott said, I do get emails, especially like if I put a question in and somebody comments on it, I've got the notifications turned on that it will email me. So I know if somebody has answered it, because sometimes I kind of forget that I put, I put a question and then I get busy with my day and I don't think about it. But then when I check my email, I'm like, oh, yeah, I got to go back and look at it. Yeah. The other nice thing, too, is we're excited about is we're going to be able to put courses on there. So Katie's going to do some stuff on mindset stuff eventually in there. Get yeah, that all going. I'm getting a lot of that together because just I've had my own little mindset struggle. I don't know if those are the right words, but, but the past six months, it kind of really... It just got really hard. Uh, And so I took a deep dive into just getting my own head on a little straighter. And so I'm just happy to share that with everybody Mm -hmm. because I figure if it's stuff that I'm thinking about and it's affecting me, it's probably affecting everybody else as well. And the other thing, too, we're going to do is in the past in our private community, we had our Green Growth Accelerated courses. So those courses are in Facebook, but they're hard to find because they're listed way back. So we can actually take those, we're going to download them, and we're going to put them in the heartbeat as their own courses. Yeah, so. It's just going to all be a little more user-friendly. Yeah. It, 
it's hopefully going to be great. Give everybody an, an opportunity to chat, learn a few things, and like Scott said, just be more targeted. And so it won't get lost in that Facebook shuffle. We're very excited about it. It's just in the beginning stages. We're still transitioning from Facebook to Yes, we haven't heartbeat. necessarily put out a ton of stuff yet. We're, we're easing into it. We're yeah. doing it a little bit dirty. We don't exactly <laughs> know what we're doing, but we're going to do it. Yep. So we're getting it done. So yeah, so FYI, um, the Academy, we are still taking on um, people. Uh, we do have some one-on-one coaching spots and still open. So if you're interested in any of that, just check out our webpage uh, and you can learn more about it there. So. Yep. All right. So for today's episode, we're actually going to talk about a book I listened to. We just got back from vacation. We drove home like two days ago and Scott was listening to a webinar about like, is a recession coming? What do we do if a recession's coming? Stuff like that. So he was listening to that and I decided, I was like, do I want to listen to his webinar? No, (laughs) (laughs) but I took the opportunity to I go into my list of books. I have a I have a whole list of books that I want to read and or listen to. And so I took the opportunity to go ahead and snag one of the books that I've been wanting to listen to. So I listened to a book called Peaks and Valleys. It's by the same author who wrote the book Who Moved My Cheese, which is another book that I like. And these are just little teeny tiny short books that just like kind of tell little stories to get their point across. Spencer Johnson is the author. So today we're just going to talk a little bit Like the main key points that I picked out of the Peaks and Valleys book by Spencer Johnston. I don't want it to be like this big, long book report. (laughs) Um, So we'll just talk about like some of the key things that I got from it. You got to get in front of the class and read the book report. I used to, I loved doing book reports because I like books. And so I never minded (laughs) doing that. So it was not a problem. I actually read extra books. (laughs) All right. Here's a quick word from our sponsors and we'll be right back. The only app every landscaper needs, CompanyCam makes it dead simple to communicate, document, and problem-solve with guys in the field, no matter where you are. CompanyCam brings documentation, communication, and liability protection together in one simple, easy-to-use app for you and your entire team. Take unlimited photos and videos, share custom reports, create flawless before and afters, and even communicate and share progress with homeowners with galleries and project timelines, all from your smartphone. Company Cam, the only app every landscaper needs. Check it out at companycam.com slash million or in your app store. If you run a landscape or lawn care business, you know the work never ends. There's customer service, hiring staff, mounds of paperwork. The to-do list just goes on and on. Plus, you still need to do the actual work that pays your bills. Running your entire business with pen and paper alone is just hard and really plain messy. You know you need a better system to stay on top of everything so nothing falls through the cracks. Jobber is a mobile and online app that helps keep your business organized and looking more professional than ever. With Jobber, you can quote jobs, schedule your crews, send out invoices, accept payments online all in one place. You won't know how you ran your business without it. Jobber offers free one-on-one coaching to help get you started, and there's no software experience needed. Get paid on time, go paperless, and impress your customers. Try it for free today at getjobber.com forward slash MDL. This podcast is brought to you by Busy Busy. Busy Busy is so simple to use, and it's the most reliable GPS time tracking app on the market. And the best part is, it was built for landscapers. Busy Busy's founder created Busy Busy because he owns multiple construction companies and needed to understand better which projects were making him money and which projects were killing him. Payroll is the highest variable cost in the project, so you better be tracking it. Busy Busy does this better than anyone else. 
So download Busy Busy Day and don't forget to mention the Million Dollar Landscaper podcast to get three free months. We want to take a quick second to tell you about our friends over at Cycle CPA. I can't even express to you how important it is to have a good accountant on your side. You know you want accurate bookkeeping and financial statements every month. Instead, you're often left with limited time to focus on the accounting side of your business and no reports to show for it. At Cycle CPA, the landscaping accountants, they not only handle the bookkeeping, but also provide landscape industry benchmarking, job costing, financials by service line, advisory meetings, and much more. Cycle CPA has a team of landscaping accountants available to provide anything from bookkeeping to CFO services. Visit CycleCPA.com and for $100 off, mention the Million Dollar Landscaper podcast. If you want to get the leads you want and turn your current clients into raving fans, then you need to try Send Gym. They've created an exclusive offer just for our listeners. If you sign up today, you can get your first month for just $2. So if you haven't already, go to SendGym.io forward slash MDL, where you can get even more exclusive deals just for Million Dollar Landscaper podcast listeners. That's sendjim.io forward slash MDL and take advantage of these awesome deals today. Okay, back to the book, Peaks and Valleys by Spencer Johnson. Like I said, it tells like a little story. It's about a guy who lives in a valley and he meets this, you know, wise guy who's up on... Not, not, not like wise guy isn't like, like yeah you got a wise guy <laughs> not, not that kind of wise guy like you know like a uh the the enlightened you know happy old guy that you think of gotcha. that would like live on the top of a mountain and so then he learns you know from this older gentleman just about peaks valleys life everything but the moral of the story is that like everybody's going to have your ups and downs you're going to have your peaks and you're going to have your valleys every day is not going to be a peak And that's okay, because that's just how life goes. (laughs) And these peaks and valleys are actually really important because it can give you like a sense of balance in your life and a sense of appreciation. If you don't have the valleys, then you don't appreciate the peaks and vice versa. You know, it's kind of like, well, or at least around here, the long, cold, hard winters make us appreciate these hot summer days. Very true. So stuff like that. So that was kind of like the basic gist of it. We kind of experienced this on our vacation a little bit too, I guess. Um, now we, about it. <laughs> we did. Okay. We mentioned in the intro that we were just on vacation. We had a few valleys on we our trip. Did. It was supposed to be a five and a half hour trip. Yep. It took 12. Yep. <laughs> because we had two blown out tires on our, we yeah. were camping. We were yeah. pulling our travel trailer. Yeah. We blew our first tire on the trailer before we even left our county. We yep. were like yeah, was, one town away yep. uh, from where crazy. we live. Yeah. So, so then we changed that. I put the spare tire on that's never been used before. Drove less than a hundred miles and boom, same tire that blew out the front or not the same tire, but the same position same tire location. blew out again. Yes. Nothing was like in there blocking or hitting it or something like that, but it was just cheap well, tires. Well, these are cheap tires <laughs> that came with the RV. But we persisted and we got through. So we had, we had a few valleys on our way. Yeah, it was a, it was a uh, big, big we, hassle. We should maybe do a podcast about this, <laughs> a whole separate one about perseverance. And because, okay, now we're getting a little bit off track, but funny little sidebar. I, when I was retelling this story to like friends and my family of what happened, I had more than one person ask me, like, they're like, you didn't just turn around and come home. We're like, no, it like literally never crossed our mind to just turn around and come home. So Scott and I, I think just naturally can hit valleys and just work through them. And it wasn't just necessarily the tire that was issued. The the problem more so was that it ripped out all the electric. Like for one of the slide outs, our camper has a slide out. 
it ripped out the electric for our, our refrigerator, mm-hmm. a microwave. Um, oh, it tore lights. up the hole underneath yeah. of the camper. It yeah. like oh, ripped yeah. stuff out. Like it was. It was literally wrapped around the tires. The wires. Yes, were, this so. wasn't just like oh, we got a flat. Yeah, yeah I guess it was. It was that, a, that bit of information is important. Bigger so issues. We, and then Scott <laughs> spent an entire day of our vacation repairing repairing it. And we were yeah, the day we traveled, we we had left here. Like I said, it was supposed to be about a five and a half hour trip. It ended up being like 12 hours. And so, yeah, then we stayed up till like 2 in the morning working on it. Just so I get the stuff yeah. going. <laughs> so anyway. Fun times. We worked through some valleys. And so I guess peaks and valleys can happen over, the, I guess, any course of time. Over the course of our trip, we had a few valleys. Yeah. Wow, we really got off on a tangent. That's okay. <laughs> That's, um, w- when I was listening to this book, like I said, I was listening to it in, in a broader context of like maybe there's an upcoming like recession. Mm-hmm. So Gotcha. But one of the first key takeaways I got from this book was to keep in mind that what is a peak today could be a valley in the future. A lot of people can get caught up being not happy where they are if they think they're in a valley. But think of when you started your business. Like think back to like that first time that you, you had like an entire week's worth of work booked. You were probably flying high. You were probably excited. You were happy to have that work. You were like, look at this. I can do this. Oh, my gosh. I've got a whole week's worth of work booked up. This is amazing. <laughs> Think of how happy you were. But if that happened now, like maybe if you're a couple years into your business and you only have a week's worth of work booked out, you're, you're like, oh, crap. Oh, my gosh. We're going to I'm going to fail. What's going on? Da, 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 da. So just remember that yesterday's peaks are today's valleys. And so if you think you're in one of these valleys, don't automatically just panic because you're not where you think you should be or things aren't going how you wanted them to go. Just take that quick moment to just like stop, don't panic, relax, don't compare yourself to what you, where you think you should be at, compare yourself to where you came from. And I'm not saying that that doesn't mean you don't need to go book work in this <laughs> instance, you, you're going to need to go book some more work. But just remember that where you are right now at one point in your life was a huge peak and you survived it and you made it and you'll survive it and you'll make it again. And this goes right along the lines of where you're talking about if, if a recession would hit. Mm-hmm. This could fall in the same thing. Actually, we were on a webinar the other day with Cycle CPA, mm-hmm. and uh, we had a discussion about this. And it was part of it was a uh, possible recession coming. And uh, one of the person actually described like the times right now almost gluttonous. Like they said, it's like there's so much work they have right now mm-hmm. that if that comes, recession comes, you know, how should they be prepared? And that became a whole discussion itself. But how to be prepared for that if there's not that much work and you're not getting the work or the you know profits and money coming in like you are right now. So this ties right into the next thing that I wanted to do. Next, I'm just going to read you a couple of my favorite quotes from the book, and then we can kind of tie it into where Scott was going a little bit there. So the first quote is, the errors you make in today's good times create tomorrow's bad times. And the wise things you do in today's bad times create tomorrow's good times. No, that's a little bit wordy. Stop and listen to, to it. Re- and re- that. <laughs> yeah, listen to that again if you need to. Then the second quote is, the most common reason you leave a peak too soon is arrogance, masquerading as confidence. And the most common reason you stay in a valley too long is fear, masquerading as comfort. So as I was listening to this, the takeaway I got from it from that, the errors you make in today's good times create tomorrow's bad times. It goes back to that gluttony. There is so much work right now that you can actually out hustle bad business practices. There's enough work that even if you're estimating as garbage and you are not recouping your numbers and you don't know your numbers, 
there's enough work around that you're probably still doing okay because right. you can out hustle your you can. Your, you, you, can. Can, you can out hustle it. We did this for years. That's how we kept moving and just ah, we'll Absolutely. work more and harder. And it yeah, yeah. It so, kept us afloat. We weren't making money like we should then, but right, but, but we could keep like going. way back rewind, you know, before the 2008 housing boom, this is kind of where we were. We were working with a lot of builders and there Uh was so much new housing going up in this area. We were able to just have work and have work and have work. It didn't really matter that we were a little bit (laughs) bad at the business end of things. We would literally go in and do whole subdivisions of houses. Like this builder bought the subdivision. It was all his Mm -hmm. houses. We'd had house after house after house. Right. So it is easy to be in that peak and be arrogant and be like, I got it together. Look at me. I'm cranking out a subdivision's worth of stuff. I'm making money hand over fist, I'm fine. So that was really the takeaway I got from that was don't get arrogant in these good times. Just because you are in a good spot, that doesn't mean that you don't need to know your numbers. That doesn't mean that you don't need to dig in and work on your business. Because then as it says, uh, you know, uh, the errors you make in today's good times create tomorrow's bad times. So if you make the error of not working on your business, not knowing your numbers, not owing all of those things, those are the things that are going to create bad times. <laughs> if a recession does come, a recession doesn't have to be a valley for you. But if you if you don't correct yourself and you're arrogant and you don't learn your business now, yep. then that yes. could be a real slap in the face if a recession does get here. And it, it'll be 10 times harder in that recession because you're already going to be stressed out with not having the money coming in or not having the work or workers or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. that your mind's not going to be able to focus. So like right now, it's a perfect time, like Katie said, to mm-hmm. step back, look at your numbers, look at your efficiencies, your productions, and all that stuff. Look at it now and have it corrected before that time hits. Yeah, because the second part of that sentence is, and the wise things you do in today's bad times create tomorrow's good times. Mm-hmm. So if your today's bad times are just, oh, that job didn't go so great, or oh, I don't think I made enough on that, use that as a catalyst to figure out what wrong and correct it now. Because if that's the worst thing that's going on for you right now, then you're in a pretty good place. Mm -hmm. So use that so you don't, like Scott said, be even worse off. And I have changed my focus over time and my energy to like looking at everything and figuring out where we can change or what we can do better on everything. Everything like you're doing a landscape job. Okay, after the job's over, what did we do? That was great. What didn't go so great? How can we improve that? What didn't go so great? You know, whether making mm-hmm. the crews more efficient or giving them more information to the crews, whatever it is, mm-hmm. there's always something that can be improved and, and work on it. And well, and it just so happens that I, I think I have numbers on the brain because we are revamping a lot of the numbers courses that we have inside the academy because that is the number one question we get asked. It's the number one problem people have. <laughs> yep. So we've made the courses even easier and quicker to use uh, with like our estimating spreadsheets and all of that kind of stuff because I just don't want that they use the word arrogance. I don't want people to get stuck in that arrogance and not get their numbers all dialed in and not be able to do this if this recession comes up. So like if you ever thought about joining our academy, either with the one-on-one coaching with Scott or even just the group coaching, the courses are all still in there. You don't have to pay for one-on-one coaching. You can totally do this on your own. I just really, really want people to go ahead and do that now while times are still good while you've got money and coming in and you can do this because you don't want to be in a valley when it's like <laughs> you're you're already low and then you know dirt and rain are falling in on top of you yeah. and making it even worse for you because then the other quote was the most common reason you'll stay in a valley too long is fear masquerading as comfort because if you stay comfortable with your poor estimating system that you're using right now or whatever bad business practices that you have right now 
it's easy to be comfortable with them now because things are good. But if you stay comfortable with those when things are bad, then you're going to be in that valley way longer than you need to be. A good example is this just taking materials and multiplying by two. That's like, (laughs) well, you were in a discussion in the free Facebook group recently with someone who was like, oh yeah, I've got my stuff covered. I'm multiplying things by two and doing this and doing like, that's not a thing. Like that is, well, it's an antiquated practice. I think back in the day, that was what people did maybe when they didn't know better. The funny thing is that's exactly what we did 20 plus years ago. And I remember at one point, my dad said, bump it up to two point two or 2.3. Which now. he was just making up, yeah. mind you. There was no, this nothing is, behind this. This is the this. same thing 20 years ago. So how can prices be the same if it was 20 the years ago? The world is not, not the same as no. it was 20 years ago. No. So if it was marginally good information then, it's definitely bad information now. I don't even know that it was marginally good now. I think he got that from working in landscaping, nursery, retail. Yeah. That's where I think that originated. Yeah. But please, I guess I'm just imploring you all to not, <laughs> that I know times are good right now and that is great and I'm happy that everybody has more work than they can even keep on their plates. But don't get arrogant and don't get too comfortable because if a recession is coming, the hard work that you put in to your business now is going to pay off. Mm -hmm. Because think of how many people aren't going to take the time to do it. How many people won't join the academy because they're like, oh, I can't afford it. Oh, I don't have time. Every other excuse that there is under the sun. Trust me, that little fee that you pay for the academy It's going to 10 times what you're going to be making, like, if you don't, or if you do, you know, so you, you have to take the time. You have to put a little energy into it. There's Well, you can't outsource your pushups. We can show you how to do it, but you're going to have to put in the time and effort to do it for your business. But we make it so damn simple in there. Like it's. Yes. You've up, Scott has updated the spreadsheets to make them easier because originally we just had in there the ones that we used and they made sense to us, obviously, but. We've refined them after... um, And they're still coming out, so they're done. Yeah, we've refined them over time as we've worked with people because the problems we had wasn't necessarily the ones everybody had. But anyway, we've learned from it and made them better. The point is, we've learned from it and made it better. But no, so I guess that's just my little soapbox that I'm going to die on today. (laughs) That's really what I got from that Peaks. Like I said, I went into the book with having a recession in mind. And so those quotes were really the ones that stood out for me that I really wanted to share because I thought that really made a lot of sense. It does. I'm actually going to have to read that book. It's a quick little book, too. Um, I listened to it. I listened to the audio book because, like I said, we were traveling, so I didn't necessarily have a bunch of books with me, but I get books from the library. So I was able to just download the audio book and listen to it in like an hour. That was actually, I listened to Benjamin Hardy, one of Katie's favorite. Oh, he's, yeah, somebody else I follow. But he was actually talking about this book, so. Yes, I've heard, I've heard of it more than once. Yeah, well, because the author, like I said, I love the book, Who Moved My Cheese. I've read that book probably 10 times. <laughs> um, and it's by the same, the Spencer Johnson's by the same author. So, nope, check it out. It's a good little book. It's a quick little listen, but like I said, Going into it with a recession mindset, that's what I really got from it was don't let the arrogance of this current peak set you up to stay in a valley longer than you need to be. Very true. Okay. All right. You ready for questions? Interview questions? Okay. All right. Would you rather go 30 days without your phone or your entire life without dessert? Mm, I could probably go without dessert. You really could. You're very weird like that. No, I would absolutely give up my phone and then only eat dessert for the 30 <laughs> days that my phone was gone. Sorry. It wasn't one of the options, but that's what no. I wanted to do. Uh, have you ever accidentally worn clothes with like the labels and the tags oh, yeah. still on oh, yeah. them? I've worn jeans that had the little strip <laughs> oh, on there that I, yeah, I didn't notice it. That's hilarious. Yeah. I remember people pointing it out to me. But that's funny. You take off like one and there's another one that you didn't catch. I usually wash my clothes before I wear them. So I usually do, but yeah. sometimes. I, things happen. 
<laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, would you rather spend a year living at a nudist colony or with an Amish community? Probably Amish. I, so I figured I knew you'd go Amish. Yeah. So you're like, I could learn from them. They could show me how to build a barn. You'd love it. I'd be over, over whooping it up at the nudist colony. <laughs> <laughs> People make fun of me because I do stuff the old way sometimes, they say. so. <laughs> yeah, so I <laughs> figured. Fit in. Yeah, you'd like it too. Yeah, I would. Yeah, all the homemade food. The Amish do have really good food. That's true. Well, we're in Indiana. There's Amish country not too far from here. The beef jerky is amazing. It is. <laughs> Sorry, it tangent. Is. So, all right. All right, guys. So thanks for joining us today. Have uh, a great day. Oh. Yes. I was, well, and like I said earlier, back to the peaks and the valleys. Please, I implore you. We do. We still have openings for the academy. We have openings in both the group coaching and the one-on-one coaching. So if you want to dig into your numbers and get yourself a little bit recession-proof, now's the time to do it. I will say the people that do join the one-on-one they have a lot more access to me, so yeah. you're not just getting the one-on-one. If you're, if you're going back and forth between what's the difference, why would I want to pick and it? And those people that are doing that and active in the community and active in everything we're doing are getting results much, much quicker. Yes. So. we can. It's back to you can't outsource your push-ups. We can lay it all out for you, but you, you have to show up, put in the heart, soul, and time that it takes to get it done, but you can absolutely do it because yep. we've got people that are showing up and doing it, and yep. they're making great progress. Yeah. So definitely check it out. All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining us today. Have a great day. Hey, everyone. Just want to thank you again for joining us today. If you enjoyed today's podcast, we do ask you for one quick favor. Could you please head over to iTunes and leave us a review? A five-star review is even better, but it helps us get our rankings up and help us spread our message. (laughs) 